will die on Stranger Things 4, Volume 2. Stranger Things has never been a show that shies away from killing off its characters, but there haven't been as many major character deaths as some fans might have expected. Well, folks, it looks like that's about to change when Stranger Things returns this Friday for the epic conclusion to its supersized season four. Speaking with Variety, Stranger Things co-creator Ross Duffer said, I don't really want to say, but I would be concerned about the characters going into volume two for sure. I hope that that is the sort of sense because it is a darker season and the kids are no longer kids. And there's sort of an ominous feeling that things might not go well. Now, whether they do or not, you'll have to watch. Even Eleven herself, Millie Bobby Brown joked that the Duffers need to start thinning the herd. At the premiere, she joked, last night we couldn't even take one group picture because there were like 50 of us. I was like, you need to start killing people off. So folks, who from the Hawkins gang is running up that hill directly into an open grave? We're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, unless of course you're like Dustin, in which case now's your chance to leave. There is no shame in running. Let's start with Max. You first. Wait, what, why me? Follow me. She's not only being targeted by Vecna, but she's his only would-be victim who's escaped so far thanks to the power of friendship and Kate Bush. While Max is putting herself in harm's way by heading back to the Creel house in volume two, killing her off would feel needlessly cruel. It would undercut a lot of the emotional development from the first half of this season. You already killed Billy. Now you want to kill Max as well? Come on, Duffers. Besides, you already killed off one iconic redhead way back in season one. In slightly more danger is Lucas, who's come back into the friendship fold after realizing his basketball buddies were actually more of a vicious revenge-driven mob focused on delivering their own brand of vigilante justice. Now, we know that Lucas will square off with Jason inside the Creel house based on the trailers, but with that said, I think he'll manage to escape with a bruised ego and maybe some cuts and bruises as well. We're not sure. Next up is Erica. Oh, that's a bunch of bull. Erica. Erica. Now, if the Duffer brothers decide to kill off Erica, I will carry each of them one by one to the Santa Monica Pier and hurl them directly into the sea. That's a promise. With that said, Erica is most likely safe. Yes, she'll probably see some spooky stuff, but she is almost definitely safe. So let's just move on and talk about the trio currently eluding a Demogorgon and heavily armed Soviet soldiers in a gulag, Joyce, Hopper, and Murray. Now, based on what we've seen in the trailers thus far, this unlikely trio of action heroes will have their hands full with Demodogs and a Demogorgon. And despite what looks like Hopper doing his best Ripley and Alien 3 impression and Murray going full McCready in The Thing, I don't think any of them are on the chopping block this season. Well, maybe Murray, because I'm not entirely sure he knows how to safely operate a flamethrower, but then again, he does know karate. Resist, and I will end you. After that, we come to Will, someone who's been struggling all season long and seems like he would be a ripe target for Vecna if he were actually in Hawkins. Will may well get a hero moment of his own this season after being someone in need of rescue in prior seasons, but with that said, I don't expect him to die. Many people have speculated that the scene of Will tearily hugging his brother Jonathan at the pizza restaurant is him coming out as gay, and immediately killing Will after doing so would be a deeply cringeworthy way to lean into the barrier gaze trope. Rather, I think that Will could be crying in this scene because his best friend Mike is the one who dies instead, maybe even before he gets to tell Mike what he's been trying to tell him all season long. 
Mike Wheeler has largely taken a back seat this season after being one of the ostensible leads of the show for the first three seasons. And while Dustin was the brains of the operation, Mike was undeniably the leader, keeping the group together as they fought the upside down. Mike was a grounding force for Eleven in a world she didn't understand, and now he feels like that he didn't do enough to protect her. He's also suspiciously absent from a lot of Volume 2 promo material, so chances are we could see Mike finally able to admit out loud that he loves Eleven, sacrificing himself to save her and his friends. It would have a deep emotional resonance and rock the group to their core, and that's exactly what the Duffer Brothers have been hinting at all along. And while we're talking about the crew speeding towards the Nevada desert in a surfer boy pizza van, let's talk about Jonathan. Uh, yeah. Look, it's entirely possible that Jonathan could lay down his life to save his brother, but I don't think he'll be in harm's way in that way. I'm not even sure that Jonathan's going to see Nancy again this season. Driving from Nevada took them long enough. I can't feel my butt. Imagine how long the drive to Hawkins would take. That is way too many states. Uh, yeah. As for Argyle, the only thing that could possibly take him out is some seriously killer kush. But even then, he'll be fine after he eats some pizza and takes a nap. More weed? Is that really a good idea right now? Have you got a better idea to keep him calm? After that, we come to Dustin, a precocious youth with a tendency to think that he always knows best. Jesus Christ, this kid's gotta get his ego in check. It's his tone, right? And while he's usually pretty spot on thanks to his prodigious intellect and a deep-seated love of D&D, he also winds up getting himself into some seriously sticky situations more often than not. Case in point, we see Dustin and Eddie seemingly acting as a distraction for Nancy, Robin, and Steve in the Upside Down. Odds are that Dustin probably won't die, but it's not out of the question either. Never tell me the odds. And speaking of Eddie, the Damien Eccles-inspired metalhead is unfortunately a prime target to get turned into a fine red mist by Vecna and his monstrous minions. <laughs> Much like Billy bit the dust last season, Eddie feels more expendable to the main cast simply by the virtue of his newness to the team. If Eddie does in fact die, hopefully it'll be in a way that lets him clear his name at the rest of Hawkins, because right now he's being hunted by a mob who wants his head on a pike. But despite arming himself with an axe to play some tasty trailer top licks, he may well get the axe himself. After Eddie, we come to Robin, who we saw trapped in what appeared to be a wall of tentacles inside the Creel house in the Upside Down in the recent trailers. Of course, that was in the context of Nancy and Steve freeing her so she might be a-okay. And although Robin is in harm's way and will probably avoid vines for the rest of her natural life, I think the odds are pretty good she'll survive long enough to work at a third small town business in the fifth season. I'm hopeless. Next up is Nancy Wheeler, who we last saw trapped in the Upside Down learning the terrible truth about Vecna as Eleven plumbed the depths of her repressed memories about Henry Creel in the volume one finale. Although we know that Nancy does get rescued, she also plunges headlong back into danger in the Upside Down, armed with a shotgun. Nancy is no longer the journalist here. Now she's making headlines, or at least trying to make a line where Vecna's head used to be. And that boldness of spirit could have dire consequences for her in the finale, as she could find herself much like the lead, which is to say, buried. Speaking of hairy situations though, let's talk about the best head of hair in all of Hawkins, Steve Harrington. Not only is Steve maybe rekindling feelings between himself and Nancy, but he's been itching to play the action hero after being relegated to babysitter status in prior seasons. Always the babysitter. Always the 
damn babysitter. Considering the immense growth Steve has had as a character since season one, his sacrifice in the season four finale could have a seismic impact on this show. He's at the center of so many crucial relationships on this show. Dustin, Robin, Nancy, the list goes on. Killing him off would be one of the most devastating choices the Duffers could potentially make. I think we should probably get you to a doctor like really soon because once the symptoms set in, it's too late. You're already like dead. Last but not least, we come to Eleven, who's destined for a rematch with the boy formerly known as Henry Creel. Of course, nowadays we call him Vecna after she yeeted him into the upside down after he slaughtered everybody at Hawkins lab, but that's neither here nor there. With her powers returning, but her training incomplete, Eleven's a bit like Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back. She's leaving Yoda's tutelage to go rescue her friends instead. While Eleven is undoubtedly in danger, the show has repeatedly made it crystal clear that she is the only hope the world has of surviving the Upside Down's assaults and saving mankind. So, could they kill her off? I mean, yeah, sure, they could, but will they? Well, to quote Luke Skywalker, That's impossible! Eleven will likely save the day, but at a terrible price, maybe at the cost of one of her friends' lives. Or maybe they'll even go full Star Wars and she'll lose a hand in the process. Either way, Eleven will most likely survive to see season five, but be forever changed by her showdown with Vecna. Especially if the Duffer Brothers do in fact do a time jump for season five, as they've hinted to TV line. I mean, just picture it. Years later, Eleven with an eye patch and a sword showing up in Stranger Things Shippuden. Or just with the cast playing a bit closer to their actual ages. Whatever's easier. I leave it to you, Duffers. Anyway, folks, there you have it. Those are our best guesses for who will live and who will die in Stranger Things 4 Volume 2. Now, could others like Dr. Brenner perish? Yeah, probably. But we'll find out for certain when the episodes hit Netflix on Friday, July 1st. For now though, tell us, what do you think of all this? Who do you think is going to live, and who do you think is going to die? Let's kill the son of a bitch. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.